God, the priest of the Israelites. Mike, 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 Mike. Did a big old workout today. That was fun. Oh shit, my hair is stuck on the headphones. Wow, it's awesome to see a, a, a journalist in the midst of his craft. <laughs> this is what it's all about. Oh, it's like wrapped around. Oh, now we're getting a show. And that is why I'm going places. That is why he does it. Also, I think I'm also going to take my clothes off. I just get hot talking (laughs) to you guys (laughs) and in general. Yeah, I mean, it's a a sweaty business we're in. (laughs) Clammy palms. (laughs) Smacking lips. All right. Welcome to Smite Me, the podcast where we... Reread the Torah every week. We uh, we get our hands on on a on a Torah. We usually have to break into a synagogue. Just kidding. Um, I'm here with my co-hosts uh, Ayani Hayashi. What's up? Um, and Josh Marcus. Hey guys. We could go. We could maybe do what we do every show, which is we could talk about what we did that would have gotten us. <laughs> oh well, well, looking at um, looking at the episode eleven outline, helpfully provided by. One, Jonathan Alcabez. Um, before we get into that, um, Smite Me Nation, as you know, uh, we are chained to the social media attention machine. So if you like what you're listening to, uh, find us on iTunes or other places where you get your podcasts. Subscribe, rate, write us a review. Um, make one of those things where it's like a picture made out of slashes and asterisks and stuff and make art of us. I don't know. Do whatever the hell you want. But um, it would be it would be much appreciated. Yeah, we have to we have to create a way for Apple to know that we're important. <laughs> we just I just want Apple to notice me. Yeah, I just need I just need Tim Cook to look me in the eyes before he, you know, <laughs> before he dies. Yeah, Ioni works extremely hard, and uh, John and I just talk into a microphone to make this possible. So, <laughs> you know, please, uh, uh, you know, please hook it up. Yeah, um, and as always. Um, uh, convert to Judaism. I'm not gonna sign <laughs> off on that. <laughs> yeah. All well, right. actually, well. I feel like that that leads uh, that leads me nicely into my smiteable deed, um, which is sort of a retro a retrospective one this time around. Um, so I just got a full time job uh, as a reporter, and so as a result, now I probably like can't have any political opinions or current event talk on here. Um, so I guess. I guess my smiteable deed was just having a personal perspective rather than, uh, you know, sacrificing lambs at the altar of the facts on both sides. Um, so, yeah, s- sorry about that one. And <laughs> um, going forward, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to I'm just going to call balls and strikes. I'm literally just going to shout it into the microphone, balls and strikes, whatever. <laughs> he's, he's going to watch concerned over the video screen as John yeah, that's and I right. rant and rave about something we don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just hunch over it um, in khakis still, even though I'm playing a sport. Um, hey. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fun. John, what did you do? Yeah. Let's see. I, well, I could go two directions. I could go thought crimes or I could go. T-H-O-T. H-O-T? What was that? T-H-O-T oh, crimes? No, no, not, oh. not thought crimes. <laughs> oh, well, then, then I'm not then I'm not, I'm not really interested. Not not that hoe over there crimes. Um, I'm curious about your thought crimes. 
Well, it's related to something I want to bring up um, once we're done with this. Um, but it's related to it, like Israel and space. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, I guess my thought. I'll say it. My thought crime was thinking. <laughs> Why haven't Sheldon Adelson and Elon Musk collaborated on a space Israel yet? Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and if you you're thinking that that doesn't make any sense, I'll I'll dive back in into that in a moment. Um, there is a <laughs> uh, a former Israeli intelligence agent who came out and said that there's aliens. So I want to discuss that for just a moment, but. First, Ayani, what did you do? I just want to also clarify that he uh, is a space minister. He was the Israeli space minister. <laughs> so I don't space even fucking minister. know what that means, but, but he um he succeeded uh, Xavier Hayes in the role of space, space minister. minister. Sounds like it would be the name of some like kind of like young, beautiful, androgynous musician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or I was thinking of like. Maybe the polar opposite, some like disgusting, decrepit uh, British aristocrat who like has no formal role, but like somehow like theoretically owns some town. And it's like, well, I mean, no one can do a fox hunt unless we talk to the space minister. (laughs) Um, But anyway, that sounds more like what it is. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure it's someone's like uncle or whatever who needed a job in the government. Or like in England, the secretary of the treasury is the chairman of the exchequer. So you know the, they just the named shit the chairman of the exchequer. Exchequer? Did they just put a bunch of? Is that just a bunch of consonants in a row? Sounds like they. Uh... Um. It's e x c h e q u e r, exchequer. Huh. Yeah. These people colonized the whole world. Couldn't couldn't pick up a few <laughs> vowels on the way. I uh, was wondering for a second what the uh, what the like root of that word was, and then I realized a moment after that I didn't give a shit. Um, <laughs> so my smiteable uh, deed is is super small. It's super basic. It's just my brain being a fucking moron, which was just a couple of a uh, couple of days ago after I parked my car, I was walking to my house, not that I own the one that I rent. Um, I don't own any property. And I passed by this intellectual garage. property. I do own that. Um, it's not worth anything, but I own it. Um, hey, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> I uh, so so I passed by this garage that looked like it had been uh, just recently redone, like the the driveway, um, and it had a sign written in chalk in front of it with an arrow pointing to it. And I kept looking at it because it was a little faded. I kept reading it as nice patina. And I tried to figure out what they were referring to, and I, like, looked at it a couple times. I stopped walking home to, like, look at the whole situation. Then I realized I was just a fucking moron, and it said wet paint because they had just painted their fucking driveway. Nice patina? Yeah. How does wet look like night? Yeah. Because it was kind of, like, faded out and whatever, and I think my brain was just thinking about patina. Yeah, you added a lot of letters. What's a patina? (laughs) Patina is what happens to, like— um brass and stuff when it i think it's when it oxidizes yeah or it's like a general signs of age and use ah see english major that's right yeah so i just kept reading it as nice patina nice patina nice patina and then obviously (laughs) they had just fucking painted their driveway and i felt angry at myself i would love if that idea like haunted you your whole life and you were like nice (laughs) patina (laughs) you're just like kind of like huffing around the streets (laughs) just like drove you nuts (laughs) 
Yeah, just like, his room, his walls are covered in Sharpie. Nice patina. <laughs> nice patina. He like, wakes up in the morning, looks in the mirror, and is like, nice patina. <laughs> like, you that's know, your white whale. Honestly, for, the, for those, like, 15 seconds, that's probably what my brain looked like. Yeah, no, I can just feel it. I can yeah. just feel it. So then um, I, I, I came back home, and I was like, I'm, I'm a fucking moron. And yeah, it made dinner, yeah. but... Damn. Well, at least we know that despite all that we did, at least we recorded a podcast. And we are really close to finishing Genesis. Um, we are very close. Yeah. Which makes, I don't know, which makes us maybe more brave and wise than the people who wrote the Torah. Who's to say? True. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess I guess I just had a couple more things to say about the to put the space space oh, minister yeah. thing into yeah, context. Yeah, we forget. My oh, God. yeah. I'm always down to talk yeah. about. So the headline is, former Israeli space security chief says extraterrestrials exist and Trump knows about it. Um, and basically, yeah, he just has a lot to say about He said... Uh, it's a nice name drop. Trump knows about it. Yeah. Well, it's it's very funny of him to just throw Trump under the bus, to just be like, yeah, Trump knows about... This guy knows about the aliens. <laughs> but also, it's the fact that the aliens... Like, the aliens have only contacted the United States and Israel is just, <laughs> blah, of course, <laughs> yeah. of course they have. Um, yeah, right. I just, says, I, a respected professor and retired general, Eshed, who's the name of the guy, it's uh, some, something Eshed. <laughs> so, you can't even read the names of our own people. No, I literally wow. can't find the name. Um, but I think it's like, I don't know, what's an Israeli guy name? Let's just fill it in. Iran. Iran Eshed. Um that's pr- that's rude. Never mind. I, I retract that. He said that, but he said that <laughs> aliens were equally curious about humanity and were seeking to understand the fabric of the universe. What's crazy to me is that, like, my first thought is this: like, I really am not sure if he's full of shit or not. Like, he probably is, but maybe, also, probably there's aliens. I think the only the only reason why I would say he's not a full of shit is, or that it's like some people obviously are, but. I know that these period people probably experience something just because it tends to ruin their lives completely. Seems right. Like it wasn't, by the way. wasn't nothing. High in he just released an awesome album called Women in Music Part 3. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's related that. to the Haim sisters. Yeah, they're yeah. on tour with uh, Space Minister right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, oh my god, wow. I don't Full know, circle. maybe 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 he has been maybe the Israeli government has been contacted by aliens and maybe the US government has. And I I I'm the thing that really gets me is I do not see what the fuck difference it would make if they told people about it or not. Well, that's the other funny part about it is he he harps on the fact he's like and he keeps saying like Trump didn't um Trump was keeping it under wraps because he didn't want there to be mass hysteria. But he's still like doing this interview and like putting this out to the public. So it's kind of like him <laughs> yeah, just being like, right. it would be a shame if there was any <laughs> mass hysteria. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably, I think he's just, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily for a political reason. I think uh, he's just an agent of chaos who in his old age just decided that like, I have not stirred the pot enough. So he's just going to throw couple more little spicy nuggets into the soup just to see what happens once it gets served. Yeah, um, and what I would give, though, to watch the Trump press conference where he announces that there are aliens. I just, like, I oh, my God. It I also would be love so that good. you were, Josh, that you were just like, yeah, I can't really comment on new stuff anymore. And I'm like, I mean, All but right, that's well. like, but th- th- this is like a made up new stuff. 
I think it's an apolitical statement to say that Trump would give a wild, a wild press conference if aliens truly existed. No, I think he'd be very measured and very presidential. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if that was his, his like his one issue where he really like, and that was the day he became president. <laughs> He's just like really somber. Yeah. He's like, it seems we're not alone anymore. Yeah, he gets no, the alien the- briefing and he's like, holy shit, guys, this job is fucking serious. In reality, he would be like, slimy green guys. What are we going to do with the slimy green guys? And be like, and you know who looks worse? And then you know, just like, yeah. it but would I guess, be too easy. I guess back to my thought crime and then we can move on. But I just, I don't know. It's like, I, I guess the, the fact that the aliens have, if this guy is, telling the truth and aliens are just only talking to israel like if 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 israel really has this in with the aliens then i think they should just have space israel like give fucking give that like give the land back and go have israel in space everyone will be happy jews will get to we'll get to feel superior because we like you know we're like ooh, we're in space and then also people who don't like jews and you know the the weird like anti-semite like evangelical crowd who like hates jews but love israel like they get to send us all to space? Are you kidding me? They'll love that shit. I guess it kind of reminds me of like in the early 2000s, kind of like up to like 2010, there was kind of a trend in like sci-fi where you you, you kind of had like a, a biblical aim to it too, sort of, or you at least pulled names from like the Hebrew mythology and Kabbalah and stuff. Zebulon. Yeah, shit like that. But like they would always have like the capital of the galactic whatever the fuck it was is like new jerusalem or something like that so it's like we could just make that a reality oh i guess okay the one last thing is that in the reason it ties back in is cuz in the first episode ioni kind of started talking about this aliens in the bible book and then we kind of decided to go in a different direction with it but in that book the dude just kind of casually mentions the galactic federation yeah and in this article the guy refers to some sort of ga- galactic federation. So I just don't like it wouldn't be called that. It would be called like. Right. <laughs> it's just yeah. a fun note for a, a little bit of inside baseball for the listeners. When you, John had asked me for that book. So I decided before I gave it to him, I'd try to do a little bit of reading just to see what we missed. And after about 10 minutes of my eyes glazing over. Uh, as I read the book, I just decided to do two edibles and watch Eraserhead. Nice. Which, uh, <laughs> and that is how the sausage is made. Yep. Yeah, and right. then I read the Bible. <laughs> Josh, do you want to hit us with that summary? I, with pleasure. With pleasure. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Um. So when we last blessed your ears with this podcast... Um, we were following the story of Joseph, who is God's new special little prince. Um, he has managed to, uh, wrangle his way from being in Egyptian jail all the way up to being the Pharaoh's kind of like chief of staff or something like that. Um, just because he's really good at interpreting dreams and Pharaoh's also sort of like, well, it seems like God's with you. So I'd really rather not be pulverized. Then um, there's a famine in the land of Egypt, and so Joseph is kind of running things, rationing out food, and his brothers, the ones who sold him into slavery, come to Israel and sort of beg, or sorry, come to Egypt and sort of beg for some of their food, and they don't recognize Joseph, and he's kind of toying with them and accusing them of being spies and just sort of, you know, flexing to the maximum on his brothers. This time around, we kind of carry where they left off. Joseph had 
just left a goblet in one of his brother's bags and was like, you know, I'm going to keep one of you here until you prove to me you're not a thief by bringing some of your other brothers. There's a lot of brother horse trading going on. The brothers are all there. They're sort of freaking out. Um, and Judah is pleads with Joseph, like, please, you know, let me let me be the prisoner instead of young Benjamin. And then the emotion just becomes too heavy. And Joseph is sort of reveals himself, not in the uh, earlier biblical sense of the term, but just says like, hey. Although (laughs) some have said, I'll get into this later. Oh, hell yeah. Is this another uh, Rashi special? Um, I had somebody, yeah. Let me. Oh my God, I already know what it is. It's, I'll just say it now. It's some have said that he, showed his brothers his dick yeah he pulled his cock out and just like look i snipped it i'm I'm, yeah yeah it seems that yeah like the only way you could have proved that you were brothers um yeah so he reveals himself uh however you want to interpret that to his brothers and they're like oh my god you're egyptian and they have this big you're you and they have this big tearful reunion the egyptians find out and he sort of forgives his brothers and he's like look like it was god's plan to send me to egypt that way I could manage the famine and then eventually feed you. Everyone makes up. Um, Pharaoh finds out and says like, oh yeah, your family should come and settle in Egypt. We'll give you this great land. Um, and then, so the brothers send for Jacob and he ends up coming back as well. And it's, they sort of pretend like the brothers are really good at being shepherds just to make sure that the Egyptians don't mess with them because apparently Egyptians don't like shepherds. Kind of a strange bias there. Basically, the famine just keeps getting worse, and Joseph just keeps kind of scalping the rest of the people who live there. So he first starts correcting tribute for the pharaoh, and then when they run out of money to pay for their rations, he starts taking their livestock, and then when they run out of livestock to give the pharaoh, he starts taking their land. And then he comes up with this amazing scheme where he says, well, I actually have all these seeds. What if I gave you the seeds, but on land that I had, and then you get to keep some of what you grow? And then everyone's like, woohoo, we love you. Like, we want to be serfs forever. And they celebrate him. And then the Jews just get rich and multiply and become like the King Ganifs of Israel. And that's, that's literally the it. Uber model, by the way. <laughs> but we can get into that later. Yeah, I just kind of like how he's like, we're in a famine, but I actually also just found this huge vault of seeds that if you want them, you can have them. Because <laughs> he saved them all. Because he's a good little squirrel boy, and he saved up the nuts for the winter. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that fun? That's like the big appeal of Joseph. He's he he, he is a squirrel boy. He's a he's a, he's a nice squirrel boy who saved up nuts for winter. Okay. I feel vindicated because in the last episode, I was very mad at Joseph because I assumed that he would be a complete capitalist piece of scumbag shit um and i was right so i feel very vindicated because he, he okay he, <sighs> well let's I'm let's go. go yeah i feel like he like imf'd egypt or he something absolutely you know? imf'd yeah really imf'd he imf'd them in the b wait um, imf <laughs> the um international monetary fund where they like oh, yeah, 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 force yeah. these drastic reforms and then collect on their debts when the country like has problems carrying them out you know so let's start at the beginning where it kind of recounts what happened last week right or like oh not just kind of it's one of those ones where they're like hey you just read this thing what if we just all talked said what happened again word for word though yeah no pretty much it's like almost a pure just carbon copy previously on yeah it's a big previously on but even those like have kind of tasteful editing 
Yeah, that's it's, true. They can they this condense is like, like an hour long episode into twenty five seconds. This is just you watch the episode again. Yeah, you want to know what happened? Go back. Oh, one thing I did want to talk about is I don't know. There's some weird stuff with Jacob. There's that moment where he's like, "I'm a piece of shit." <laughs> Do you guys what? know what I'm talking about? No, no. What? There's that moment where Pharaoh asks him, like, how, like, I'm oh, when t- he's like, I'm old and dumpy and I hate my <laughs> life. <laughs> yes, that part? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah. No, sorry. I, I so, do want to go in order. Yeah. So before we get into this, does anyone have any kind of themes or, or overarching thoughts? I fucking, I tried not to use that phrase because I use it every time. It's fine. Mm. That's. Ah. Stories tend to have themes. It's just how it goes usually. Yeah. And you know what? My thoughts overarch. And I just <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna apologize for that. Never um, apologize for being you, Josh. Thank you. <laughs> I feel so I feel so safe with you too. Um it just I could do and say anything. <laughs> so yeah, it's like I guess there's kind of like it's like a lot of there's like Judah like pleading with Joseph and there's kind of some disagreement about what the tone was like mm-hmm. whether it was him being like please or whether it was him being like I'll throw you in another pit motherfucker like let's go <laughs> like <laughs> um I wouldn't be surprised for the second one Judah has kind of been established to be a real piece of garbage yeah, yeah I mean I feel like honestly um I feel like the it strikes me as what they were trying to do is be like, and you know what? Like the world is tough for Jews. And so we've got to be craftier than everyone else. And like, you got to be thinking seven years ahead. You know, you got to be thinking about what you're going to do in the famine before there even is a famine kind of thing. But it just ends up coming off as like, what if every Jew was the schemiest little money grubber? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I feel like every generation of them has been like tricking people for land or treasure. I don't know. Yeah, anti-Semitism is bad. I, I, no, but I try not to see those themes. But it's just tough because <laughs> they are tough. there. Yeah, they they do they make it for contemporary eyes. They make it hard not to be very come off as very schemy. In a slight defense of them, I don't think they thought that that was going to be the stereotype. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I I think they well, were just trying to well, tell. Well, but weren't they writing it? I mean. I guess, like, when did people start really hating Jews? Like, had that happened already when they started writing well, it? Well, the, the yes. stereotype about being money-grubbing and stuff. I would say day one oh. Jews, probably. Yeah, right. of, yeah like, that's true. I guess there weren't tricky. even, like, yeah, like, central banks to have globalist cabals of, I would you know, assume whenever. the day Jews dropped, people were like... <laughs> yeah, people, people were, like, <laughs> classic, and they were, like, trash. Yeah. There's no. two things, <laughs> definitely. Like, number one, Jews were always going to be weird because... Because especially in the ancient world are worshiping one god, which is weird, mm-hmm. and also the god has no form, and you're not allowed to make forms of it. And also, so, look at us. So you know, like you're going from town to town, and like you know, the people are like, "Oh yeah, this is the river god, and he's got a fucking boar's head." And then you go to this one place where they're like, "Our god's actually the all the gods, and better than all the gods." And they're like, "Oh, cool, it's can so I see good, a statue you can't even it? see it." Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, "Shut up, you infinity plus one ass, <laughs> dude!" Like. And then number two, yeah. I just do know that the the stereotypes about like Jews and money and everything was because uh, in Europe it was uh, you couldn't Christians weren't aren't technically allowed to charge interest on stuff, so they can't work in banks and they can't handle money. So really, the, yeah. So the so that meant that those were the only jobs open to Jews, 
And then, of course, like after that, they're like, oh, these fucking money grubbing Jews and fucking working in all the banks and whatever. When it's like, well, there's not. A Seems huge like the money guys of- got too much money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's uh that's something that happened. Oh, that's and interesting. Apparently, the Ottoman Turks took advantage of that during the Spanish Inquisition, because I guess when Spain was like "fuck all the Jews, get out of here," the Ottomans were like, "Well, we could use a lot of people who are good at math and money." Oh right, because were the Ottomans <laughs> Muslims and they can't yeah. do interest they can't either, do it right? either. Yeah. Yeah. But they're well, like, that doesn't mean our society. Can't. But it's also totally. yeah, it's weird. Yeah. This is totally a tangent, but it's weird that they were like their religion didn't allow for the people who like it didn't allow for interest because in theoretic theoretically it's like unethical and like you know you're like taking advantage of of the poor but then or like people you know you know how interest works like you're you're like yeah you're there's all these theoretical reasons why it's unethical and so they're like okay we can't do that so the only people who will let do it are this group of the jews this group of people that can do it and then as soon as they start doing it they're like why are you why are you being greedy? It's like because you made us work in the bank. <laughs> you made yeah. us... anyway. Talk about setting someone up for failure. Um, yeah, it's true. A, a theme I want to talk about is just it. It happens in this part, and there's and it happens throughout. Is people crying, falling on each other's necks? Oh yeah, the necks, man. <laughs> so much, and it, I finally oh, realized yeah. what it meant. Is like it means like when you like embrace someone and like they mean like crying into someone's <laughs> they mean like crying into someone's like chest or something but i always pictured it as like this i don't know why i always pictured people literally like like someone was on the ground and another person like fell over onto them like onto their neck <laughs> why did they have to be that's on the just, ground that's just an overactive imagination because <laughs> why yeah, how, dude, but anyway everyone is always like so much there's so much, so much, so many moments of people like crying and being like, I'm so sorry. And it, it reminds me of, it like kind of has the same vibes of like breakup TikTok. Um, which, what the fuck is breakup TikTok? It's just like people, videos of people crying and talking about their breakups. It's, I, 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 it's not necessarily a thing as much as I just, but it, uh-huh. it has the same energy a lot of the time as just like people like just crying selfies. It's like, can you guys get it together? You're in the, you're in the Torah. Like, <laughs> I mean, this is when I get more. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna I know, lie. They thought they, they thought his brother like came back from the dead in their eyes. The, 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 in their eyes, their brother came back from the dead. He's also basically saying, "Yeah, it's okay that you did this," and then also is like, and "It's okay that you rich. did this because I'm basically the ruler of a country." Yeah. Which also, you, by yeah. the way, slight annoying because I hate Joseph. So maybe I'm not being fair, but like kind of a humble brag when he's uh telling his brothers why it's okay because he's oh, just like I mean, oh yeah like it's okay guys don't worry about it i know you sold me into slavery but i'm the chosen god boy so you know re- you know really whatever you did you know you could have sold me into slavery here you could have sold me into slavery there no matter what you did i was gonna come out on top I guess I'm just not like the other girls. <laughs> yeah, he you really know? is. It's like, it's okay because I'm better than you guys. Yeah. Um, which, um, yeah, I just, ah, it, he's so icky and gross, which is also, which I'm just going to double down on this fact, which is why I find him crying and over it to be particularly offensive when he finally potentially pulls his cock out and shows that he's circumcised is because he's just been seriously fucking toying with these people yeah. for like 
<laughs> yeah, I how long fuck? it takes to travel from wherever they were. No, they're to gonna Egypt? have had. It's three times that they're gonna have gone back and forth. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah been he keeps like being like, them. "Well, prove you to me you're not a spy by doing this," and then yeah, and then it's, at the end he's just like, "Oh, it's okay, I forgive you because I'm God's chosen one." Where it's like, no, you kind of didn't forgive him. You just put them through a punishment you thought. I was I feel appropriate. like honestly, now that we've just gone through it, like I'm just. I, you know, I thought he was sort of venal or something, but now that I'm seeing, I'm just picturing like a full-blown crazy person who's like weeping and he's like, I'm just God's chosen one. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. Just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just like slight, way more erratic. Yeah. Pants fully down. <laughs> yes. I'm like running after them. Maybe, maybe he's got a head seat. Like. <laughs> Oh man! For those of you who don't know, that means being half erect. Yeah, Hetzi oh, means half. A, 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 het, a what? A Hetzi. A Hetzi. Is that a? Did we make that up? As a I feel use? like we said that. We used that term. Wow. We, you know, we can move on. I um, remember far too much from those years, but that one slipped by me. A Hetzi. Uh, yeah. So um, I thought you said an Etsy, and I was like. For sure. <laughs> for, 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 man. Uh, for Following sure, along. Don't want to break the flow. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, I'm, I'm participating. Yeah, um, Pinterest too. <laughs> Internet. Uh, yeah. Um, which also, actually, I mean, I was going to just make it more confusing, but I also don't want to seem like I'm defending his brothers too much. They're only apologizing because he's basically Pharaoh. I... That too. Yeah, I, want to talk about, I love scumbags. Jacob in this in this chapter. He, I want to cast him. I want to cast Danny DeVito as Jacob. Like just the <laughs> like the part where the brothers come back and they're like, they're like, we found Joseph, and he's like, your guys are full of shit, and they're like, no, really, and he's like, awesome. <laughs> it's so funny. Also, um, I, I definitely imagine them walking into Jacob's tent, and he's just fully prepared for like, what the fuck happened this time. Yeah, right. Yeah, in in the previous chapter, there's the one where he's just like, every day you just fail and make me so sad. (laughs) And he's like, you make me want to put my head into Sheol to hell. He's like Frank yelling at at Dee and and Dennis in Always Sunny. Um, Yeah. Um, Should we hit hit this in order? I feel like I've... Yes, well, I think we've been mostly talking about... I thought we had started the in order... Oh, stuff because this oh, is all stuff sure. that happens in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I, that's true. That's so true. there's, so what? There's this. There's like him telling us. There's before they. So far, we've covered before the family travels to Egypt. Between them going and getting Jacob and them, it once they go get Jacob, it lists off everybody in their tribe. Oh, it's a big oh, yeah. fat begat begat begat. Which, yeah, I feel um, like they've been li- not giving us that. That nectar of begat, begat, begat. Quick thing before Quite we get to much. the begat, 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 because there's actually something mildly interesting in it. I did want to note two little lines that I saw. The first one being uh, basically after he uh, ev- Joseph goes and tells the pharaoh, like, hey, this is my family. Uh, it'd be really cool if, you know, they could come and not starve in Egypt. And Pharaoh's like, yeah, no problem. We'll send them carts. We'll, like, take care of the logistics and all that. Like, bring your whole fucking family down here. But he also says, tell them to leave their possessions where they are because they can get much better ones in Egypt. <laughs> Did he say that? He does. That's wow. so funny. And Pharaoh is tell like, my leave behind dusty your... ass brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, leave behind your stupid Israelite junk. <laughs> like, that I just, I, he's like, I already know that what we have... 
in terms of products and services are are better in Egypt than wherever the fuck you're going to come from. Um, Yeah. There's like a nice, well, I feel like you can read it two ways, which is on one hand, it's like acknowledging that, you know, other civilizations like exist and had reached refinement in a way that, you know, when most of the time they're like, hmm, other civilizations don't trust them. Maybe we should kill them. And this one's like, what if they actually have some stuff figured out? Mm-hmm. Then on the other hand, Pharaoh kind of comes off as this kind of like sleazy, decadent, like just like oh, sure. to steal money and like doesn't like to work very much. And it's like, oh, like these random people who are brothers, like, do they want to just run all the livestock? Like, great. He's like yeah. a startup founder guy who's just kind of like cool like this is your thing man (laughs) he's like a startup founder guy right down to the hat a startup (laughs) a startup guy would totally wear that big dumb pharaoh hat i think um (laughs) no you know from a from a kind of historical context though it is interesting because i think the text would have no matter when it was written like i think it's hard to it's hard for me to wrap my head around how long like the civilization of ancient egypt existed for and it's super fucking old. So, like, they were kind of the height of everything, probably when these stories were being told and written down. So they can't, like, pretend that, like, ah, Egypt was a backwater fucking, like, because yeah. anyone who had heard anything about Egypt would have been like, didn't they just finish building these giant pyramid things? Yeah, And they right. have canals and shit. And, like, we're supposed to take it from a bunch of grumpy shepherds that they don't know shit. <laughs> like, Yeah, grumpy shepherds who are just, like, tripping their balls off in caves and are like, oh, I saw a ladder. Yeah. So, you know, I think the text even even back then probably had to acknowledge that like Egypt was kind of the hot shit in yeah. terms of civilization at the time. Um and the other line that I mentioned that I wanted to note is before Joseph sends his brothers on their way to go get their beleaguered father, um he says uh like go and do the thingy and whatever and he says don't be quarrelsome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, I saw that too. I love that. It's, it's like telling someone and don't fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I read that's... it as like and try not to kill each other on the way there because I know y'all are fucking don't scum. It's just like that annoying like Ah. That just makes me want to quarrel even more. Right. Like if someone... <laughs> it's like I I know Judah immediately when he heard that was like, I'm going to fucking throw you in a pit once this is all over. <laughs> yeah, right. Once we're in Goshen, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to pit you so fast. Yeah. So th- sorry, those, that was the little, the only things that happened in, in between. Uh... Oh, also it like, he like specifies, like he gives everyone a bunch of changes of clothes, but Benjamin gets the most changes of clothes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. cool, man. <laughs> i um, guess i get it it's like he's like really watching out for the little one like, i think i don't is know he, is, I, he, is that that him telling benjamin like yeah make sure not to shit your little pants <laughs> what? <laughs> what? like i got you your nice little easter suit yeah like, he's like so don't worry i gave you a bunch of pairs careful. of underwear in case you piss and shit all over yourself <laughs> why are you maligning benjamin <laughs> like this yeah wow um i mean I'll, i'm willing to accept that just because it's why not? Um, oh, there was another another fun direct he's quote. The baby. Um, we get a we see a I'm little bit of. Sorry, I'm not maligning <laughs> Benjamin. I'm putting words in Joseph's mouth of him maligning Benjamin. It's you're different. like no 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 no. Here's why I want to talk about shit. <laughs> a little boy shitting. That's why you want to talk about it. Um, he's, he's probably fully, he's like, like twenty five. Yeah, no, he's like. Well, I don't do Tory years or like dog years. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> Um, they slightly a, address it too, but let's, yeah, let's keep moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so at this point, like, Joseph is sending 
for his family. Um, God reappears after some time um, rather than just like, you know, people feeling like, Ooh, I interpreted a dream really well. Or like God, like has some direct quotes going on. Cause Jacob's like, ah, I'm an old man. Like, I don't know. And then God calls out to Israel as they call him in a vision. Um, and then it is kind of funny. It just shows Jacob just saying here, like, <laughs> Like his, his his attendance is being called. Like God is literally saying, Jacob, Jacob. He answered, here. Um, so that's kind of fun. It's kind of like getting a professional call when like uh, a, a company or someone who's like trying to be official is like, hi, is this uh, Ayani Hayashi? And like one of the ways you can answer is like speaking. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's I feel like, like God it was dialed honest. Jacob up. And it's like, like, Jacob, Jacob. Like, and he was like, this is he. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, my, uh, my, I was always jarring as a kid, like to see your parents do that. Like I remember like my dad, so he like works from home um, and is like a consultant. So he like is on the phone all the time. And so sometimes you get a call and be like, Mike Marcus. And I'd be like, Oh God. Oh dad. yeah. The whole energy changes. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's like a black. Not, not to fully out you, Ayani, but I did something Ayani <laughs> told me that is very funny is that, he never if so, if he gets a call from a like a, a telemarketer he he never says take me off your list he says never call this number again because <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, that's awesome everything you need to know um, so much I'm more very, righteous I'm very confrontational on never the call um, that's awesome I think uh, no the the other thing is uh, if someone like opens up with just my name like hey is Ayani Hayashi there I always ask who is calling. Like yeah. you identify yourself first, you fucking idiot. Like, yeah. I had a um so like I have to call people all the time from my work and when I was just starting off, it used to give me like terrible anxiety and I would like have to take deep breaths before like entering into phone numbers. But now I feel like it's swung in the other direction and I sound like a weird like TV news anchor when I'm like, Hi, this is Josh Marcus calling from the <laughs> and like I'd like to ask you a couple questions. I don't know, and it's just is like so loud. Um Anyway, that's you know some information about me. If you want to seem folksy is when they call you, you pick it up, and instead of saying hello, you say yellow. I knew you were about to fucking say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh like the calling. Oh, my God. We really need to get back on track. Yeah, wow. But I found a fire Rashi commentary from that <sighs> No, way. This is where the fire— What? This is the last. The beget 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 is the last that's fucking so, place oh that God. I would ever expect. That's what's a hot so beautiful take. about it. Gotta hand it to Rashi. Always finds a new way to do to make me confused. It's like no, I'm generally I'm genuinely inspired by this, like by the, his ability to extract a take. Because here's what he said: <laughs> yeah. is all it says in the text is it says these are the sons of Leah that she bore to Jacob in Padanaram and Dina, his daughter. So w- what Rashi has to say about it is the males are attributed to Leah and the females to Jacob, as in like, it says, it, 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 it'll it say like Leah, the daughter of Jacob, and then it'll say like, or no, fuck, it'll say like Dina, the daughter of Jacob, and then it'll say like Joseph, the son of Leah. So you know what I mean? It's like crisscrossed or whatever. And what he has to say about it is, the males are attributed to Leah and the females to Jacob to teach you that if the woman emits seed first, she gives birth to a male. Emits but if, seed. But if the male wow. emits Crop seed duster. first, she gives birth to a female. So, wait, I'm sorry. Wait. If a, if 
Do you want me to read if it again? A, a, Rashi is centering, centering femme so, pleasure. So he literally is, though. I so don't know yeah. how else to take that. Yeah, if the lady yeah. comes first, you get a son, and that's better. And then if the the dude, dude goosh is first, then uh, then you get a, a female? Then you get a, a, a daughter? Yeah, I mean, okay, here's my... I'm here's sorry my... I said the word female like that. That was not... <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Listen, man, I love females. Red flag, dude. Red flag. <laughs> no, I... Uh, but go I, on. I was just a little bit taken by that. No, I think it's okay when you're talking about, like, the, like genetics and birth. But my first thought when reading this was just, like, this is complete, like, non-scientific nonsense. Um, but then it, I realized it's genius because, like, there is definitely a large swath of men... Perhaps, and this is, you know, this is on the Chabad website, like, perhaps in that community, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, a lot of men want to have a son, right? They want someone to carry on their family name, which is, it's a thing, it's kind of sexist or whatever. But to tell those men, like, okay, yeah, you can have a son, you just have to make your wife come. It's, it's, Rashi's a genius. Rashi is Dan Savage. He is a... It's social engineering, but like, the old school way. And then, I mean, should what what else could that mean though? That's the thing is like, is he talking about like her eggs have to like? Is he talking about like fertilization? Like what time of the month? Like I literally don't know what he's talking about. I would love to go back in time to wherever the fuck Rashi's time was and just interview people on how they thought fucking reproduction worked. <laughs> yeah. oh my um, God. But I found I also found I I as soon as I found this Rashi quote I like typed it into I just like quoted it and typed it into Google to see what other people had to say about it and I found like a a yeshiva boy commenting on this Rashi take and <laughs> when you say yeshiva boy do you mean like a learned scholar of the book who happens to be from the orthodox tradition no, or mean, do you mean like a boy who was literal studying in a yeshiva I mean like I found this on a weird website where the text isn't formatted at all and <laughs> you found a yeshiva boy on a weird website Listen man I you didn't have to I was just talking about the formatting Anyway he said um, this Rashi, he just refers to Rashi quotes as Rashi's, which is hilarious. This Rashi, which may appear homiletic, um, which we don't, we can look that up later. I has, looked it up. Yeah, you, sh- it? you told me this. Homiletic <laughs> just means having to do with like preaching or, uh, you know, other stupid stuff that religious leaders do. This Rashi, which may appear homiletic, has actually been verified scientifically. To make a long. St- <laughs> <laughs> To make a long story short, <laughs> wow! To make a long story short, the seed-creating boys versus girls have different acidity requirements, <laughs> and <laughs> acidity in the female is affected by the timing of climax. <laughs> it is interesting that our sages knew of this through the alignment method over twenty centuries ago. Notice how the Jews of the time could see the Rashi as homiletic without being aware that there is a scientific justification. Um. So yeah, that's. You know, you got to worry about the acidity levels. Oh, my God. Yeah, put a uh, a pH strip just to check. But here's why I'm inspired is because <laughs> every week. Dude, I don't know. To me, this looks him homiletic. <laughs> this is straight up homiletic. No, because every time we do this podcast, we, we come across a section like this where it's just a bunch of names. And we're like, this is boring. How do we extract anything from this? And Rashi was like, no, guess what? You got to step up. You got to do the work. <laughs> yeah. You got to claim that you got to make a crazy claim about like science. And you got to um, just advance, you know, close the pleasure gap, as they say. 
Oh my God! But it is kind of amazing that he he takes what what is just a list of people's names and is like, see, that's why you need to make your wife come. Like that's yeah. pretty, I'm not gonna lie, you're right. That's very fucking impressive. And also, even maybe he didn't even believe it. Maybe that was just a pet issue, and he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking swing for the fences. Well, that's and what I mean the, with the social engineering. Is like he probably saw a problem in his community and was like, this. I maybe even in his own life. But also to really get back to it. I, in my heart of hearts, I don't believe that Rashi gave a shit about female pleasure, so I really would like to know what this is actually about, but we don't necessarily have time for that, so it's fun to pretend that he even knew that about, orga- like, female orgasms, like, right. maybe not, but... For, he is a temporary waiver from being on the Smite Me watch list, pending review. I don't think review. we ever put Rashi... I don't think we, we yeah, should we put Rashi on the yeah, watch we list. We can't just. Be I'm going putting him put, on. The, I'm putting him both on the watch list, and I'm giving him a waiver from the watch list right here. That's that's a wild move. Just, <laughs> just be like, listen, just, listen up, Jason Alexander. You're fine for now. No, that's a, no. What we can call that's an official. Uh, smite me warning. Yeah, it's a like, warning. He's, not, it's like a pocket veto. No, from, uh, Rashi's like, been doing great heads. lately. He stood up for sex workers a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Lately, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's been. We'll say he's been doing all right. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. Rashi's in like permanent galaxy brain mode and uh, yeah. congrats to him. So just he's, to... he's, he's a space minister. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's so far in the galaxy brain. He's So the only only thing I have about that begat 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 is this is kind of a special one because it's formatted different, where uh, they <laughs> they basically list all the names and then tally up all the people who are in that family. And I just read it as kind of like the final score count for the fertility Olympics. Yeah, true. Because, oh, it's yeah. like a box score. It's just yeah, because like, then at the end they're like, and by the way, that adds up to fucking seventy. Yeah. Well, at the end of each paragraph, they'll be like, okay, these are the sons of Leia. It's and that's 16 people. And then they go to the next person. This is Rachel's kids. And it's another one. Yeah. And then they then they, they go through the whole thing and they like tally it up. So it's like. Leia 14, Rachel 2, fucking this person 17, this person, we get to 70. So this all drama, by the way, is also A all little about... bit of Monica in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole drama yeah. is about 70 fucking people, which like, okay, that's, I guess that's a story tellable uh, amount. So then, yeah, um, shall we? Yeah, let's get back on track with the, after the, after the, you know, the whole family gets there. Just speaking of neck weeping, um, Joseph and uh, oh yeah, Joseph and Jacob like meet up, and this you know his son is still alive, and they didn't just weep on his neck; they, he wept on his neck for a good while. The Torah informs us, man. So a nice, a nice deep. I've the, I, I read a midrash that says he also wept on his um on his back um. And then also his pussy, um, and, then, just and then his crack. Just so. stop. Oh <laughs> Fuck off with that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm in a mood today. Oh, right. man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay. I actually did a little bit of research 
uh you kind of mentioned it earlier where there's some weird there's some weird shit going on where uh joseph tells his family the plan like hey you're gonna go to this place called goshen and like this is where you're gonna chill out and uh you're gonna go before pharaoh and you're gonna be like hey we're all shepherds we've always been shepherds so we're gonna do our shepherding thing and like he's gonna ask you about that and this is what you're gonna say because the quote in the text was because shepherds are abhorrent to Egyptians. <laughs> yeah. So, man, that line really, I, usually I get a little bit curious when they make statements, like overarching broad statements <laughs> about other yeah. people's cultures in this book. But I, it led me to some research because the first thing I thought was like, don't they have livestock in Egypt? Like, why the fuck would they be abhorrent? Like, what? what is that? Like, is that a weird cultural thing? So I did some research and I didn't get an answer to that question. But I did find out that apparently within the ancient world, which, as you could imagine, is not nearly as progressive and things. Um, <laughs> Problematic. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, like, amongst the other civilizations that were writing shit down at the time, uh, ancient Egypt was kind of known for being pretty xenophobic and, um, like, enough that the people who were writing down about Egypt, like— had to make a comment about it oh my god wow were they like they basically the egyptians really did not like outsiders which kind of puts some of the the context of like what the text says about them too into a little bit more perspective they kind of definitely saw themselves as like the hot shit and there's a lot of like uh snub nosing at people you know what i mean so 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 i think I don't know if Joseph is, like, basically trying to tell them, like, hey, Egyptians are kind of not into, like, foreigners and whatever, so it'll be better if you're over here. Or if he's just making up an excuse that, like, would be plausible, like, oh, you know, these Egyptians, like, they hate shepherds, so you got to be well, over and here. It, at the very least, it, like, puts them kind of out in the middle of nowhere. They're not, yeah. you know, kind of way out on the range. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it's good, but I just thought it was interesting to find out that there were people way back when who were yeah. like, yeah, these guys are a little bit odd when it comes to the right. like, the whole foreigner thing. Yeah, you um, really don't want to be, if you were, have been labeled problematic for the ancient world, you're fucking up. Which I think also does play into the whole why Joseph is so special because they let this Hebrew boy become Pharaoh, right. basically. Oh, do you, it's so it's sort of like a... Like, he was, like, I don't know, I hate to say, like, I don't want to say, like, model minority, but, like, he was, like, one of the good ones. Like, he was, like, yeah, he was, like, a good little Jew boy. Who, I think that's probably how, if any of these characters are real, obviously, and all that, but, like, that's how the Egyptians probably would have viewed him. Mm -hmm. Of, like, well, I mean, yeah, was, you can't deny Joseph is super smart. He was more magic than all the magicians in Egypt, so. And they do it for, and they do it for a profession. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably a guild. They probably have robes and everything. Yep. So that's my little historical fact. There's more uh, of them too, but we'll get there oh, when I, we get I there. Oh, I had did some fun outside reading too. Um, I just finally unpacked all my books in my new apartment and I found this tome I found on the street in New York, um, which is called Unscrolled 54 Writers and Artists Wrestle with the Torah. Um and it's just like this kind of cheesy like the artists win every time the torah is a book <laughs> yeah they they <laughs> suplex the torah and rip it in half oh, that's, yeah. um 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's like kind of cheesy. It's just like every passage and then there's some, you know, famous Jewish writer or like not even famous Jewish writer, like some Jewish writer who probably lived in New York or something, um, like gives their little interpretation of it. Um, and in this portion, their spin on things is like everything Joseph does is okay because like, um, Jacob was also sort of tricky and like, Joseph just wanted to like get back at his dad and like be super successful get back, and like get back dad. at his dad. Yeah, let me find exactly what the what. fuck, Josh. Get back at the only person who didn't wrong him. Yes, essentially. What the fuck? What man? I swear to God, it's like everyone's been like, you know, not everyone, but. You know, he has sort of had a rough and tumble life. You know, he's been a slave and all that. And like, yeah, I don't really like him as a character. But, you know, he went through some shit and he definitely got betrayed by his brothers. So he's like, I'm going to show that old man who the fuck is boss. The only person who cried when they thought he died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, so, so they basically say Joseph thought of his father as a huckster and he refused to believe that he'd inherit his father's lust for power or his talent for manipulating people. Then he ended up in Egypt where manipulating people meant the difference between life or death. Um, and then He's it says, the biggest huckster. He huckstered himself I know. into then, being later Pharaoh says, number two. He'd worked hard for his success. He'd risked his <laughs> life for it. And now his father was claiming it for his own. Like in this little telling, like Joseph is like hamming it up with Pharaoh and like you know, drinking beers all night with him or something. Um, it had taken years of danger and hardship, but he'd finally built his own world. Um, it's wild how upset I get about people rehabilitating characters who are not real. Yeah. This is pretty amazing. Like, it's it's amazing. It's just like an amazing disconnect in this kind of interpretation, though, where it's like he had a hard life, so it's it's fine that he, like, charged or, like, made starving people give up everything they had to have food no, no, no. that this is, he well, already we had. We should get into that because I talked th- about how I'm right. <laughs> what about uh, the starving about people? Yeah. No, I mean I want to. Yeah, I want to talk about the fucking austerity okay. measures. So anyway, <laughs> okay. that's that's a sock. The writer Saki Nafo's take on this is that uh, go fuck yourself, Saki. Whoa. <laughs> no, come uh, on the pod, Saki. Yeah, just kidding. Come on the pod, Saki Fakis. What was it again? Saki. Saki uh, <laughs> uh, sadly, neither. Um, Saki Nafo. Saki Nafo. Okay. Saki. <laughs> um, nice patina. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So now yeah. we're a very nice patina today. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! This is quickly not becoming a safe space for me. Um, <laughs> so what? Okay, so now we're at the point where at I don't know if it's at long last. It kind of feels like a, a side, a crossover event that nobody thought they wanted, and maybe they don't. But now Jacob gets to talk to Pharaoh. Um, old ass Jacob, who is like. I think basically has just had his second win in life, wind in life, because he was basically convinced that his sons were gonna con- consign him to like living his is the rest of his life in a deep dark depression. Um, yeah, even my blind uh, dog Casey, who is now no longer with us, she would sometimes run around the yard when she really got fired up. Yeah, um, and she her leg joints. She was like a rocking horse; like she couldn't bend her legs, <laughs> but sometimes she still she still went for it. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I'm not gonna make you explain. I'm gonna I'm gonna power through. 
Oh, I'm just saying that's what like Jacob is is having a similar second win. Oh, right? he's he's running around in the yard with rigor mortis. Yeah, even though even though he's got rigor mortis. Yeah. <laughs> rigor mortis happens after you die, but yeah. Rigor mortis ass. <laughs> the okay. idea of Jacob getting to Goshen and being so excited that he's just running around in circles. <laughs> yeah. He just gets he just gets hyper. <laughs> it is a sugar rush. Sorry, I had too much sugar and I'm hyper. <laughs> I had a juice box 45 minutes ago. Um, so he has sorry. this thing that we we brought up briefly where he's talking to Pharaoh and he basically said, like you said, like, oh, I'm just a piece of shit. I'm old as fuck. I'm dumpy. <laughs> the years of my sojourn on earth are 130. Few and hard have been the years of my life, nor do they come up to the lifespans of my fathers during their sojourns. So, but wah, also, wah. you've had, like, what's crazy to me about it is that so many times in this book, it is it is made clear that the only measure for, like, how many kids you have is everything, you know? It's like you got to have the most kids. They got to be like stars in the sky, sands on the sea, whatever you call it. For Jews, and family he, is everything. He had <laughs> he had more kids than anybody, and he's still down on himself about it. Like, I don't know. I wasted my life and only had 70 descendants while I was still alive. It's like, that's... That's pretty impressive. You kept oh. pretty busy. I have a couple questions about this whole deal. Number one, he tells Pharaoh, look, I'm like 140. I'm old as shit. I wonder in the... <laughs> I smell terrible. <laughs> I wonder uh, in the world yeah. of the Torah, though, is do, do pharaohs also live to be 150, or are they just like... What, like only Jews would? No, but that's what I mean. Like, is, is that a sign oh, of chosen people Oh, you're wondering about the context of like... Yeah. What it means? It's but he says I've only li- I've lived 130 years. My days have been few, so it's like yeah, compared to the guy who lived to be like 287. What if pharaohs are like like like? It's so confusing because are pharaohs only living to be like 87? No, I feel like it's more like he's like oh like he's kind of embarrassed to be in the presence of like this refined whatever. So he's like you know I only live to be 130, like not like you. Like oh you're so fashionable. I just threw this thing on. Um, and then he just kind of like says that and then just leaves. He's like, yeah, nor do they come up to the lifespans of my fathers during their sojourns. Then Jacob bade Pharaoh farewell and left. He's like, that's like something that that's happened. A, that's in- a fun party trick. That is. Yeah. That's- that does. That, that does sound like an old man at the end of his life. You know, it's like, I'm old. He's like, I gotta I'm go. sad. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm like- old. My fathers were better than me. You have a nice coat. All right. and, then he, and then he went home and ran around the yard without once bending his knees. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The other it's thing like a I wondered. Tinker toy soldier. The other thing I wondered too is um, it's kind of related, just because we don't know how the generations really work. If 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 everyone lives to be this old, or if only the Jews live to be this old, but this is not the first time this family has dealt with people in Egypt and dealt with pharaohs in Egypt. So I'm kind of curious about did like any of that knowledge about that one time this weird shepherd Abraham came through did a weird sister wife thing and we had to chase him out of there after we gave him a bunch of stuff like did that ever get passed on? Yeah, there's a there's a big picture of Abraham in like the back room of Egypt. (laughs) They throw darts at it and they're like, man, fuck that guy. (laughs) Or at the end of it, were they just like, well, that was weird. All right, well, we don't need to write that one down. 
They're like, thank God you have no sisters. <laughs> I'm glad no, you I, have think, like I think the Hebrews have a brothers. reputation about them that they... Uh... Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that was the Pharaoh's opening joke. It's just like, hey, it's a good thing you don't have any sisters. He's like, well, we have one, but she's in a trunk. So, <laughs> What's that rattling around in the trunk? Oh, it's nothing. Um, just kidding. Oh, um, Here we get to my least favorite, but also my favorite because I was right part. The scene mm. where it just it's, describes how I Joseph... I love when you're right. Yeah. I love when you're right, Ayani. Ayani, I love when you're right. It's the scene where Joseph basically um, does, I think, what every capital industrialist dream is, which is basically to, in a time of crisis, I think there's parallels that are happening now, to be the only person who can provide any kind of service to anyone and therefore get fucking rich. Because basically what happens is I'll, I'll give you I'll give you listeners the breakdown. He says, hey, I'm Joseph. I'm Pharaoh number two, basically. Uh, I got to collect tribute for for Pharaoh. So everyone gives them all their all their money till they don't have any money. And then they go, hey, uh, like Joseph, like we're, we're starving. Like we can give you all the cattle and stuff as long as we can get stuff to eat. And he's like, no problem. Give me some cattle. Then they run out of cattle. Then they go, hey, we don't have any cattle, we don't have any money, but we still need to eat because they're obviously in the middle of this fucking huge seven-year-long famine. And oh, he's at one like, point they say the whole world ran out of bread. Yeah, of course. Not just Egypt, everyone in the world. Everyone in the world, yeah. At everywhere, at, yeah, whatever. Um, you would open a bag of bread and just dust would shoot out in your face. <laughs> that's and then, how little. Finally, he does, this is the part that's like, eh, that really makes me think that they were like, they they're, they're, they know what's happening they're framing it as something good, but they know what's happening. They basically say, hey, we don't have any food, we don't have any money, and we don't have any cattle to give you, Joseph. We'll just sell you our land. And he's like, that's fine. Well, I'll just buy the land from you. Actually, he doesn't. They just give it to him. And then at the end of it, he's like – he basically like gives gets control over all the money, all of the cattle, all of the land, which is how you make money back in the day, and then comes up – with this system of like a one a flat rate one fifth tax that goes to Pharaoh and is like, well, I'm a genius. And then the thing that really gets me is Oh, they love him for it. They love him for it. And then they say, the, We are grateful to my Lord and we shall be serfs. It's like, I love you. Please let me be a serf to you. But then it says basically that the Torah is saying is, and that's how Jews invented the Egyptian tax code, which kind of boggles my mind because in some of my research about what ancient Egypt was like, it was their tax code was like a really big deal in the ancient world. It was like kind of the first time that had ever been done and in the same way that they were commenting on the ancient Egyptians xenophobia, they were commenting about like, wow, they have this pretty intense taxation system that's... Must have been the, the Jews. And, and then the Torah yeah. is just taking credit for it. That's pretty funny. Which is just, it's so infuriating to me. It's, it's wild. It's, it continues to be the most anti-Semitic book I've ever read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it also talks. I've never read Mein the... Kampf, so keep that in mind. But <laughs> uh-huh. I'm assuming um, that would really bump it up to out. number two. Um, yeah. And they also kind of seem to imply that, like, that was just sort of a natural part in uh, the Jews kind of just getting settled in Egypt and, like, 
as if it's like, oh, you know, and then they set up their own businesses and they made a proud neighborhood and now they're part of the community. It just is like, thus Israel settled in the country of Egypt. Uh, they acquired holdings in it and were fertile and increased greatly. It's holdings? like, and they lived happily, yeah. happily ever myself. after. Almost. The word holdings is in this, is in the, the they acquired the holdings in it. I am going to walk into the ocean. What the fuck? Holdings? Yeah. <laughs> I hate yeah. holdings. <laughs> Dude, it's it's fucking incredible. Like the uh, Okay, so it's like to me the reason why it's so frustrating is like th- this is just in my mind this is just short of a little sentence at the end of it uh of this whole chapter that was like also the guy who invented paper in China was Jewish. Like <laughs> You know what I mean? That's so funny. It's just yeah. so like monumentally like it's it's not even xenophobic it's just like we're the best wait but also the thing he invented is not good it fucks over (laughs) all the poor people so what are we even talking about (laughs) yeah it's so fucking bizarre and i i hate it so much the like not only is it taking credit for this like really shitty thing but it's just the like and by the way everything that's impressive about the world comes from us and also, if we're to fully like explore that idea, Jacob or sorry, Joseph himself is sort of like all these things I'm doing are God's plan. And like the reason he advances so far is not exactly because of his cleverness, but like because he's getting a little, you know, boost up from God and interpreting these dreams and having these visions and stuff. So it's sort of like Jews had an unfair advantage and then they used it to get really rich. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Mm. (laughs) they like weren't even yeah i don't know it's bizarre i don't know it really just like this this character of joseph is just so slimy man yeah that's why i said up top i think i think he he like is like fully aganif um which to my non aganif which is like a yiddish word for just kind of like a crook Oh. I didn't uh, know that one. So you learned, yeah. you learned a Yiddish it's word. It's a good one. I learned it from an Uber driver in Minneapolis who was just kind of this old Jewish guy. Uh, and we were talking about uh, politics circa 2016. And he compared a certain presidential candidate uh, and his son-in-law to Ghanifs. And he's like, you Jewish? You know what a Ghanif is? And I was like, I am Jewish, but I don't know what a Ghanif is. Um, <laughs> is his name Bernard? <laughs> honestly, like... I I'm not just saying that because you had I his name might have actually been Bernard. Um, so yeah, we we talked about it. It wasn't Bernard Sanders. Um, Damn, I but, was just thinking that. What if, <laughs> dude, to, what be, to be driven in an Uber by Bernie and talk about Yiddish words? I could see him doing that. Unfortunately, it would probably be a part like a he'd probably be doing it on behalf of like James Corden or whatever. But yeah, right. But yeah, Ghanif is like not just a crook, but it's like a shameless like someone who like doesn't even. I'd say it's that's not most just like crooks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, like, who an gives honorable a shit crook. But the crook um, who's like, oh, I don't know if we should be doing this, fellas. Like, yeah, right. They're not thieves, but they're crooks. And I feel like uh, J- Joseph is kind of the first one. Or well, no, he comes from a family of them. He's the latest. Yeah, I. I, I don't know. He's like the the his story is also set up for him to be a lot more impressive as a person. Yeah, right. And he just on every single opportunity, like he starts out as this really annoying kid who tells people about his dreams about how they're gonna worship them, which he's later rewarded with coming true. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. then he gets sold into uh to slavery, which is 
super bad. Not trying to say that. But he ends up being amazing at being a slave and then gets thrown in prison. That's hard, but it's okay because his first job out of prison is ruler of the most advanced nation or de facto ruler of the most advanced nation. Then the people who wronged him come into his life, and instead of having a weird moment where he's, like, traumatized or anything like that, he just has all the power, so he fucks with them for a little bit. You, and then he's like, he, then I made you rich. So and I then he makes you. them rich. It, it, I don't know if it's as a fuck you or whatever, and he just, like, wheels and deals for them. And then he literally gets to own 100% of the land and 100% of the cattle. And it just... It's <laughs> It, yeah. I like read I read over it a few times and it really is pretty clearly just like he pro these people were desperate and he profited off of that and that's awesome. It's just <laughs> yeah. he's <sighs> like one of those guys who's like he had the bold vision to take his million dollar inheritance and bet against the housing market oh and God. now <laughs> he's a billionaire. <laughs> it's just like okay. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just like it's like what do you think you're doing? Pit. You know how I don't know. Just pit that's what i say pit oh no, yeah just back like, in the pit i don't know people you know if someone instead of saying like a gulag like fucking pit that's where pit you go it. you go you in pit the pit it. back in the pit for you joseph that's what yeah. i say do you think he had like a long-standing fear of like wells and, and things like that where he's <laughs> yeah. like that was his hey, one man, weakness you want to go to the swimming hole it's like don't you fucking talk to me about don't that. you talk to me about any fucking holes yeah you don't know what i've gonna... been through you don't even... come on man Oh, you, even sees a oh, you asked him like, about can the we just, Can we like go the other way, actually? <laughs> yeah. Did the boys at school hold a bucket in front of your face? No. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like that kind of just about says it for me. I feel like this one... This one felt like a like a like a small child baking their parents like a fucked up wedding or a fucked up cake and being like, "Look what I made." <laughs> They're yeah. like, "Wow, that's awesome." This was kind of one they let the intern write for sure. Yeah, that was like which not is weird because it's interns. sad because they kind of go pretty hard. Like I feel like it, it has a bit more flair than normal. Like people are crying, people's hearts are numb. Like I don't know, they're just like a lot really, of green lights, a lot of just yeah. go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I I kind of alluded to this, but I'm on team I'm on team Jacob. I love him as a as just kind of like a grumpy, rude old man. It's great. Oh, it's for just, sure. I think Jacob also overall of all the characters has had the most developed character arc. Yeah. Um and is definitely like as a I think the writing in this whole thing is bad, but as a character I think he's the most compelling. Yeah, yeah. he like did some dumb shit when he was a young man and then he like had to run away and then dealt with some more bullshit. Like, yeah, Jacob's a super, I like, I, I, this is the only time you're going to hear me say this, but I love Israel. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think he's uh -huh. great. Um, yeah. I think what's funny too, is he, he kind of gets that, that title as uh, Israel late into his life. And he doesn't really sh like the text doesn't really show him like swinging his dick around about it. Like his sons do it when they commit genocide after his daughter is raped. And like Joseph kind of does it when he's like, oh, I'm the son of a mystical like. But Jacob is never really out there being like, well, I'm the one who wrestled with God. He's out right. there. He's always at this point in his life just being like, what misfortune is about to befall? <laughs> yeah, like, it's like every day it's something. <laughs> How much more fucked is my life about to get because of my idiot sons? Yeah, like, yeah pretty much. I, I second all that. Um, I love cranky 
Krankenstein himself. Um, and yeah, you know, I guess I'll also give a... Fuck it, why not? I'll be on the team of the priests, the Egyptian priests who are just kind of around and they like just kind of get their own. In this in this whole land scheme, they're exempt and they're like, and then he extorted all of them except for the priests. It's, we like the priests. Um, so maybe they were nice guys. It was a good day to be a nerd what? that day. A nerd? A nerd, yeah. Why? Because you know the nerds oh, became the priests. priests yeah. nerds. Okay. <laughs> they knew how to read, etc. It was a yeah. good day because, yeah. you know, they were probably kind of worried like, oh, shit, are we going to have to, like, give up our stuff? And jo- Joseph is like, no, it's okay. Bad. Oh, my hair stuck again. <laughs> <laughs> this is the promo clip. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he tripped. What are you freaking laughing about? We saw you trip. Oh yeah, it's because okay, it's because it's one of these adjustable standing desks, um, and so okay. there's like a huge crank sticking off of it, um, and I hit my knee on it. I'm not the bad guy here. Okay? <laughs> no, you're you are not. It's it's us. You gotta blame it. I blame it on the crank. Okay. I did also. Did you wrap? <laughs> did you wrap the charger cord around your neck? Um, I don't fucking know, man. Because <laughs> I noticed when you walked in the room, you did this motion. I, yeah, I guess this I came motion. in wearing it like a boa. Okay. I'm in the privacy of my own home. I can do what I want. Even though I'm also on camera and this on is, tape. Okay. Okay. We all we really, Ayani. Yeah. What team are you on? What team am I on? I don't know, man. I think, um. You know, I'm gonna. They're not really mentioned except for the begat, begat, begat section. But I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of on the team of uh, the uh, the the maid servants who are also the father, the mothers to some of Jacob's kids. The weird like wife swap thingy that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, because I gotta imagine that like beyond the attachment to their sons, they're probably not super, you know, invested included. or included in this whole thing. So like. Like they probably a, didn't get any holdings. Yeah, so just imagine what it must be like to just like watch this small family drama unfold and just be like, well, I think I might have liked it better when we were in X place. You know, like, I I don't know. Obviously, this text doesn't really like to, you know, get super deep into the opinions of slaves or, or anything like that, but... Uh, I would imagine this story is probably pretty interesting from their perspective. Um, so yeah, I'm on I'm on their team. Either that, or I'm on Team Benjamin, who's just like shit in his pants, and <laughs> confused about the whole soil, soiled robes. He's he, Benjamin seems like I don't know why because they don't give us any information. Benjamin seems like someone who's just crying all the time because everyone else around him is crying. No, he's crying because they're yelling. And because he's in jail. (laughs) And he's just a 23-year-old boy. He's like, I didn't do anything. (laughs) It wasn't even my cut, man. I'm sorry that I pooped my pants. That's so funny. Like, at the end of... Like, at the end of... They've, like, fully moved into... What's the place called? Um, Oh, Goshen? Goshen. place where they settled? Yeah, like, they've fully moved in. It's, like, years have passed, and he's like... It wasn't my cup. 
<laughs> yeah, I, we're like, whatever you I say. I didn't have anything to do with the cup. Yeah. And they're like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And then they just like look at their stock certificates. And yeah. they're like, thank you. They check their Robin Hood. I also wonder about like, we hear a lot about Ruben, the horny one. We hear a lot about Simeon, the one who gets like captured. And then we also hear Who's about- he get captured by? Uh, he's one of the people that, one of the brothers, Joseph in prison. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Brother they mentioned him. And then we, we hear a lot about- um, uh, judo who's like renowned piece of shit um <laughs> but like i'm kind of wondering like some of the other brothers like how involved are they and are they just like well, like we're not you know they're they're just kind of <laughs> and like, i'm the one who would work no i mean like they're, they're guilty just... the other brothers can't deny no i i <laughs> oh my god, god damn it <laughs> so you're on the watch list but with a waiver too <laughs> No, but no, I just I I would love to hear a little bit from them too about like, and I thought it was fucked up that they threw him into the pit, but uh, you I know. wanted lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we had tabbouleh. Yeah. Um, in so, addition, to, yeah, I'm I'm in I I'm curious about the perspective of the the side characters in in this. I'm um as in addition to being Team Jacob, um, I'm also and always will be on team Dina. Um, I was just, I'd sort of, I mean, obviously like what happened in her story is horrible, but it's, it's sort of faded in these kind of next little, uh, Joseph arc. But then they mentioned her and I was thinking like, you know, so much horrible stuff happened when she was there and encountered another group of people. And like, there was murdering and rape and it was just like terrible. And then this time around, like, just kind of cleverness wins the day and they all get super rich and tons of land. And it's like, you couldn't have just done that. Yeah. Maybe the first time. Well, I'm just thinking like, I don't know, like when it was, when it was like a, a scheme and a scandal in this whole plot involving her, like the end result was like tons of people being killed, her having to like wait out in this, in the house of this nobleman who raped her, like all this just like, terrible wheeling and dealing going on and i don't know i feel like other than kind of giving his brothers a bit of a fright like the next kind of interaction with another big civilization in egypt is just goes like a lot i don't know there's a lot more order to it and it just seems like way less traumatic and extreme um and i feel like it maybe it's just because it's just the guys involved in a way like they're like oh well it's just brother you know no one no one's honor or like chastity is at stake to drive them to do crazy things well i I think it's all yeah that's i think it's also like just kind of going back to the historical lens like you can make up a civilization that was wiped out by the israelites because they did this horrible thing and whatever and that can be a story like back then though you can't make up that they like wiped out egypt because people could just fucking go over the hill and be like no the pyramids are still there like so I think there there's a little bit of that and I just I don't I don't know. The the text like you know you kind of briefly said that like you kind of forgot about her like the text kind of forgets about her too. Yeah, she has like her moment and then it's like well, Joseph is far more important. Right. It's like all the way through to the writers room that it's like she is fully just upon. Yeah. yeah. Like she or exists like, yeah. to move the plot forward. Or like she's been ruined scenario. and so now like we're just not going to even uh, Yeah, it's it's very gross. Um should we keep this chapter? I I want to. I F- fucking what? Why? 
I don't know. I think maybe it's just because I've had a lot of fun tonight. Um, <laughs> I. Okay, you go. Why shouldn't we? Because it's dog shit. <laughs> okay, so number one, the writing is atrocious. Okay, the whole beginning part of them just restating the things that have already been stated to each other is just it's fucking it's it's awful. I hate it. Joseph, I think you could just if it were possible, if we could just take him out of the story of the Jewish people, sort of do a little snippy, 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 throw it into the fucking garbage pile and what, never think about it. Just him. Just I don't know. Like, here's my rewrite of how the Jews ended up in Egypt. They ended up there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's already a made-up story. Uh, wow. Like I would love to watch the Ioni director's <laughs> cut of the Torah. <laughs> it would have a hard time getting past the censors. Um, <laughs> yeah, You'll I, have to I, take I, that up with the council, the Galactic Federation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just, and then like the, I like, what, like, what have we learned from this? What's what's like the big thing? What's the big reveal? What's the, the like, best time to saving... exploit people is when they're starving. Because then they have to do what you say. That's not a good lesson. That's not something well, we why should not? celebrate. <laughs> For so many reasons. Come on, man. Be cool. Oh, my God. Live a little. <laughs> yeah, no. I, 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 you know, I'm going to actually fucking flip this on you. I don't think it's... it's it's. Uh, I don't think it's muddled at all why we should throw it in the trash. And I'm going to put it on you. Why should we keep it? Oh. I... All right. Because you like there being a Jew, old Jewish uh, grumpy man in it, being a Jewish grumpy man, and like you because can just... because of the stuff that Rashi said during the begat begat begat. <laughs> if it wasn't for that begat begat begat, he would never have been inspired to, you know, make a bunch of of men who might not have otherwise done, you know, a little something something. Okay, let's just okay. Here's a here's a nice. It was the only way that could have happened. Yeah, here's a nice podcast lesson. Be be attentive to the the sexual needs of your partner. Well, duh, but not everyone knows that. So you know you got to have this whole chapter so that Rashi. We have to have the whole chapter. You have to have the whole chapter, or else (laughs) it doesn't work. Every line, it all builds toward the inescapable conclusion. You gotta measure the acidity. (laughs) You gotta measure the acidity. Come on. Okay, well. Because otherwise you'll get scurvy. Josh, um, for everyone yes. who's not clear, the I fucking throw well, it in the trash um, can. I'm going uh, to split the difference and say that I, like you, uh, John, I had a lot of fun. And like you, Ayani, I think it was pretty silly chapter. So I'm going to say trash it, but thanks for the memories. And I'm going to leave a little leave a little lipstick kiss on the parchment. Um, that's the yeah. right opinion, by the way. There's a right saying. and the wrong one. That's, it feels good. It feels good to be right. Um, <laughs> woo. Okay. Uh, my closing. Yeah. My little press, my blessing. Um, I am just, I'm having a, I just had a really fun night and I hope we can, the world can all get back together soon because friends are good and, uh, friends are good. It's good. To, it, friends are good and it's good to have them. In a way. Amen. You know, As my grandma always said, the only thing better than having a friend is being a friend. She never said Dude, that. Dude, at the end of the day, what if the real smite me was the friends we made along the way? 
what if the real podcast was the journey yeah dude yeah all right well anyone who who hasn't uh you can you know uh email us at smite me podcast at gmail.com to tell us about how i'm wrong that we should absolutely keep it um and you know if you can just take a moment out of your time to just head on over to that fucking iTunes and be like, five stars, leave a review. <laughs> it's going to be a cute picture of like a cat made out of characters. You know, whatever you want to do. You don't do. have you, to do the cat. You can no, just write uh, some words. You know what? You can even just, the, the review can be like, I don't know do anything about the podcast, but I love barbecue. And like, that can be what it is. You don't, you don't, don't overthink you it. You don't have to know what you're talking about at all. We don't. Yeah. That much. Ask your friends to do it too. Like you don't even have to listen to the podcast. Listen to, to it. To, you should, but you don't have to. You can you, just give us a don't five star to the rating. Podcast. Um, and yeah, and then next week, uh, we are going to be on the final portion of Genesis, right? Yeah, that's yeah, we're going to close this bad yeah, boy out. We're gonna, it's one gonna be... of the first, the first of the five books. Damn. It's like it's been it feels like it's gone really quick. And then I remember that we started this in like July. Yes. <laughs> it's been yeah. A while. Well, anyway, been a thanks while. for sticking around with us, everyone, and stay tuned. And I really, really hope you don't get smited. As as do we all. Just have safe, safe journeys along the road. Just be a good boy for God. And fuck Jeff Bezos. Blue. <laughs> yes. It's all, uh, it's all satire. Satire. Parody. I think we can say fuck Jeff Bezos. Say, uh, no, he can't. You he's, guys can say Oh, I can't. He's, yeah, yeah, he's corporate stooge. That's right. <laughs> As the corporate stooge. <laughs> As the corporate stooge. <laughs> That's odd, man. People should call each other stooges more. <laughs>